You are listening to the Health and Wellness Connection Podcast, the number one wellness podcast designed to provide the latest information to help you achieve your health and wellness goals. Our show features exciting guests, the latest in medical research, and in-depth discussions in current trends on weight loss, nutrition, and fitness. No matter what your interest, the Health and Wellness Podcast has you covered. And now, presenting your illustrious host, Dr. Barry, M.D. Hello, this is your host, Dr. Barry. I want to thank you for listening to the Health and Wealth Collection podcast. We really enjoyed all the feedback we've been getting so far and hope to be able to provide you with more exciting episodes in the ongoing future. Also, just want to announce that we are now on Anchor FM. We're also always on AfroVibesRadio.com, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, every Thursday. However, we're also on Anchor FM, which will actually mean we're going to be on every podcast platform. So you can always use your favorite podcast app and just search for a Health and Wealth Connection podcast, and we should be able to you should be able to pull up the show very easily. Now, if you'd like to reach me, um, I am Dr. Barry MD on Instagram at Dr. Barry MD. Also, you can check out um, our Facebook page, www.facebook.com backslash next level weight loss. Um, also, if you want to check out our blog, www.controlyourweight.com. And lastly, and very importantly, is our podcast page. Again, it's anchor.fm backslash HWC Connection. Again, that's anchor.fm backslash HWC Connection. And again, if you go to our podcast page, you can actually join our listener support team and maybe make a small donation every month to the show. Um, or you can actually uh, listen to the show and uh, listen to some of the sponsors that may come across. So just enjoy the show. Um, it should be now very easy to get access and get the show on your phone or listening device. And of course, if you have any issues or concerns, always reach us by email. And that is at drberryhealth at gmail.com. Again, email is drberryhealth at gmail.com. Again, thanks for listening. Stay tuned for the show. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Health and Wellness Connection podcast. It's your host, Dr. Barry, here again, here for um, what I hope will be another informative and entertaining episode of the Health and Wellness Connection podcast show. All right, so today's show is going to be pretty unique. Uh, I will say another prescient topic. We're going to kind of talk about all things you could do in the wintertime to stay healthy. And those holidays, we've done some holiday shows now talking about some of the things for the holidays you should look out for and how you can try to, you know, keep your health and wellness levels um, high as you're going and navigating through the stressful holiday season. Um, But we know that wintertime is a unique time of the year. Um, Most of the parts of the globe are extremely cold. We got temperatures all over the world, even here in Houston, where I'm based. um, It's about 30 degrees outside, which is uh, approximately... uh, uh, almost, uh, almost freezing for my Celsius fans, about zero to two degrees Celsius. So it's pretty chilly out here. And, uh, you know, even though here in Texas, where it's usually warm, I'm sure a lot of my listeners, a lot of you guys in other parts of the globe where it's very cold, will probably, um, you know, be more used to these kind of temps and may have, you know, an idea of what to do already. But 
for those of those for those of you guys who are kind of still not sure the best way to kind of keep yourself protected throughout the winter season i'm going to try to talk about some of the things you can do to help you know yourself stay healthy and well and kind of be able to uh, get through the season without too much issues now we all know we talked about it on this show extensively the flu is very big during the winter season the flu virus is really actually present throughout the year but for some reason which we'll talk about in a little bit um, the flu virus tends to hit harder uh, during the, the winter months especially from november to about early till about early spring which is around march so um now we do know that people tend to get the flu um typically more so in the winter time because people are usually indoors and they're usually kind of in close proximity with one another and we all know that the flu is typically spread via um, airborne airborne methods meaning sneezing coughing or uh, you know leaving liquids around like runny nose or, or tissue or, or runny nose residue or snot or whatnot you know blowing your nose on tissue and leaving your tissue kind of in the area where other people can come in contact with it sneezing in people's faces you know touching things or drinking uh, or sharing utensils very easy and effective ways of spreading the virus um, and we people believe that because when people are indoors and they're around others more often during the winter months it's very easy to spread the flu virus to uh, one another now for this very reason you know most uh, medical professionals do recommend getting the flu shot to help kind of give you an extra level of of protection against this flu virus however if someone who doesn't like the flu shot or you feel you know it's not something you want to do it's very important you're cognizant of you know sharing utensils or cups or plates or food with other people who may be sick uh, if you identify someone as being ill try to avoid contact and try to and if you are ill yourself you want to try to minimize contact with others and maybe sequester yourself at home or in the area where you're going to have a limited contact until you feel better so uh, for some reason um, the flu virus like I said tends to get um, you know more prevalent uh, during this uh, during this uh, time of year and also there's some belief that during the winter months the virus is actually able to stay in the air longer a couple studies have shown this that the um, virus tends to be more hardy and kind of hang around a little bit longer than it would at normally in the summer months so clearly the winter time is a very very you know ideal time for the flu virus to proliferate and infect you and others so you want to be very careful as far as you know protecting yourself from the flu by trying to minimize you know contact with other people if you're sick or if you identify someone who is sick you want to minimize contact with that person um, you want to also consider getting a flu shot to help give you an extra uh, boost of immunity now of course the flu shot isn't guaranteeing that you'll not get the virus but um, there is some increased uh, um, uh, increased boost in your immunity because it does expose you to some antigens that have been associated with the virus which should theoretically help your immune system be more capable in fighting infections due to the various flu viruses and of course outside of the vaccine is very important you're resting and sleeping regularly drinking your fluids staying hydrated because all those things are very important to helping your body have an effective immune system so we can effectively battle some of these viruses which are prevalent during the winter months so eat healthy drink your fluids get your shot if you if you're up to, if you're someone who likes those vaccines just to make sure you're getting that maximum protection against the flu which is really bad during the winter months all right so 
we know that uh, the flu is something that's pretty bad or pretty prevalent in the winter months. But there's other things during the winter that's also very prevalent that you've got to be cognizant of. Dry skin. Dry skin is something that's extremely, extremely prevalent during the winter months. Um, the cold weather actually dries out the skin. Our skin usually likes to have a little bit of moisture in the air, a little bit of humidity. However, during the winter months, both of those things are typically lacking. Now, especially my my uh, my, my black people out there. Um, but of course, all races really suffer from dry skin in the winter months. So it's not exclusive to black people, but black folks are the people who are probably the most, <laughs> it's very easy to see when the skin is dry, as a lot of people like to call uh, this uh, kind of appearance ashy quote-unquote <laughs> i'm sure many of you guys including myself i was you know someone who as soon as it got cold outside uh, my skin would turn very ashy because again as a black individual it's very easy to see dryness on black skin so most black people kind of know this already but every overall everyone needs to be you know aware of the importance of hydrating your skin and for dry skin something that's not very difficult to take care of copious amounts of moisturizers um, i like to use um, hemp-based moisturizers because they're extremely nourishing to the skin but there's a lot of different options and that's actually a whole show by itself as far as moisturization but you know for a quick uh you know primer i like to I'm a fan of jojoba oil which is a very natural effective moisturizer um you can also use you know typical over-the-counter uh, lotions um, those are also um, something that's extremely helpful because dry skin in the winter can be serious um if your skin is too dry it can lead to cracks uh, which can be painful which can then leave you open to infection and other issues your hands also can get very dry as well especially for someone who works in an industry where you have to wash your hands frequently um so the the dryness of the hands can also be um, something that can cause cracks sores and other painful applications so if you're you know during the winter it's so important that you know, especially after showering in the morning or evening, whenever you take a shower, you're moisturizing your, your body with you know, a very good lotion with has a good moisturizing component. Um, again, any over-the-counter hand lotions or body lotions are effective. There's so many different kinds. If you like, you can try. Um, I'm a fan of shea butter, which is also a very effective natural moisturizer. A little bit hard to deal with, but extremely effective in moisturizing the skin and joints, and it's natural. Um, so yeah, so you want to be very effective with, uh, very careful with dryness and skin dryness because it can be something that can cause you quite a bit of issues during the winter months. And as a segue to the dry skin, one thing that's also pretty big or pretty common during the winter months are nosebleeds. A lot of times people are in their homes, you know, during the cold winter months, they turn on the heater. The heater then, the heating of the room and the home tends to sometimes dry out the air, which can lead to dry mucous membranes uh, in the nose. Now, once your membranes in the nose dry out, it can lead you to develop cracked blood vessels in the nose, which can cause nosebleeds. So some we see very frequently during the winter months, people come in the ER, never had a nosebleed in their life, all of a sudden felt cracking and then started appreciating bleeding. The way we usually kind of recommend this is A, um, stop the bleeding first uh, by holding pressure on the nose. And then secondly, for someone who's, some, someone who's susceptible to these, uh, you know, bleeding from the nose due to dryness, excuse me, consider using petroleum jelly, which is a very common moisturizing agent that can be placed, or just a small amount, like a pin drop amount, 
um, into or inside the inner nair of the nose to help moisturize those areas to help keep the mucous membranes moist and uh, protected against the dryness that you typically have during these uh, winter months when the heater is on in the home. So dry skin, as well as bloody noses, something that's quite common in the winter months, you wanna be careful and the moisturization is key. All right, so another thing that's also big during the uh, winter months, or something that's more common in the winter months, are painful joints. Um, arthritis is something that's critically, um, I would say something that's far more prevalent during the winter months, primarily because um, there's changes in the temperature and the pressure, the barometric pressure in our environment that can sometimes trigger joint pain. Now, there's some debate as to how this happens and why this happens, but we knew that, but we do know that people who suffer from arthritis or chronic arthritis sufferers, be it rheumatoid arthritis or osteoarthritis, which are different variations of arthritis, which is essentially inflammation of the joints, um, for some reason, the change in temperature seen in the wintertime can make this arthritis much worse. So it's extremely important that we do everything we can to reduce inflammation, um, especially in the winter months to help reduce those triggers of the arthritic spells. We also want to make sure we're dressing warmly because, you know, when you dress warmly, it helps, you know, keep, you know, your body in a homeostatic pattern, meaning it keeps all your functions moving and functioning normally. If you get too cold or too hot, your body has to now adjust itself so we can kind of get back into its ideal temperature and uh, <clears throat> physical setting. So when it's very cold outside, you want to make sure you're covering up. Layered clothing is always helpful so you can kind of adjust your protection and insulation based on how you're doing. But it's always important to you know cover your head as well, your hands and your feet, because you can also lose body heat very quickly through these areas, especially your head. So wearing a hat is important covering up those hands with gloves, feet with closed-toed shoes and socks. Very important and effective ways of keeping your body temperature warm to help reduce some of those arthritic inflammatory spells. So again, painful joints is key. And the other thing that too is very important with painful joints and helping reduce those painful episodes, um, you won't be able to work out if you're so swollen and, and full of pain in your joints. So again, can't be stated enough. You need to stay warm during the summer months. Dressing appropriately is so helpful. Reducing those uh, you know, drastic changes in your body temperature, which can trigger those painful arthritic spells. All right, so that's the first half of the show, guys. Um, stay tuned. We're going to have a couple more tips for other ailments that are commonly seen in the winter months and ways you can help protect yourself and hopefully keep yourself out of the emergency room. So again, it's your host, Dr. Barry here. Stay tuned. We'll be back on the other side of the break. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Health and Wellness Connection podcast. It's your host, Dr. Barry, here again, and we're talking about winter wellness and how to stay healthy during the winter months. The winter is a popular time that a lot of issues start to pop up. A lot of ailments that we don't see too often during the summer months become more prevalent. So I want to kind of make sure we spread some knowledge so that folks can, you know, prepare themselves so that, you know, if something should happen, they're able to protect themselves and stay healthy so they can enjoy the holidays, enjoy their family or their travel, whatever they choose to do, do it, whatever they choose to do during these winter months. So we talked about the flu and dry skin and joints, pain and all, things that typically 
tend to get worse during the winter months, but there are a couple more elements that are also quite common and tend to, you know, pop up more frequently during the winter months. Another ailment is cold sores. Now, I'm sure you guys have seen these before, big lesions on people's lips that are commonly seen during the winter months. They're actually called cold sores for a reason. It's believed that these uh, sores that are quite common are typically caused by the herpes simplex virus. Now, the herpes simplex virus is a, is a virus that's known to affect the nerves, actually. And it actually lies dormant in the nerve cells. And when you get a period of stressful, uh, you know, a period of stress or cold temperatures or other uh, things that could compromise your immune system, which is, again, the system that fights off infection and it gets weaker, these viruses tend to flare up, resulting in these cold sores. Now, cold sores are something that again we see very commonly in the winter. It's believed that the cold weather can help trigger these sores. Um, and like I said, the, the coldness of the winter time, combined with the stress of the holidays, it's almost like a perfect mix for these cold sores to pop up. Um, now, with any viral infection, which these are, um, you still have to treat it the same way. A lot of fluids, rest, good nutrition. Now, there are some over-the-counter topical anesthetics you can get if the pain is very intense, which is quite common with these cold sores. So consider those uh, if you are having a lot of pain. Usually something with lidocaine-based anesthetic um, can be bought over-the-counter and can you be used as a topical agent to help reduce some of the pain. Um, or, you know, you could use something like a drying agent, like alcohol-based um, uh, agent, which is also over-the-counter, which can help reduce some of these uh, uh, painful um, uh, lesions that can happen uh, as, result of, as a result of these cold sores. So consider that. And lastly, um, lip balm, you know, is something that's also very effective. I'm someone who's like a lip balm fanatic. I keep so many bombs all over my car, my office, my bag, just to have it, you know, nearby because you never know when you have dry lips because the worst thing that could happen, like I said, with, with your lips in general is to get dried and cracked and start to bleed. That can be very painful, and it's something that's also quite common in the winter months. As you can see, dryness is key. You know, that's something that can lead to a lot of problems. So you want to moisturize, you know, moisturize your lips, moisturize your body, keep everything moist and nice. That'll help kind of keep some of the damage that can happen during these winter issues uh, at bay. So again, cold sores um, are a pain in the butt and are more common during the wintertime. However, they are due to viral infections, so, you know, focus on hydrating, getting your getting your um, fluid intake up uh, making sure you're eating nutritious meals and or, or consider taking even multivitamins to help keep your immune system strong um, making sure that if you are you know going to ingest multivitamins you're getting the vitamin c levels up you know via fruits and vegetables especially citrus fruits like oranges grapefruits and so forth and um, you know, just do what you can to um, keep your nutrition level Elevated, so you can you know fight off those affections more effectively. So um, now another thing that's quite common that's a little more you know prevalent during the winter months is asthma. Asthma is something that's very very commonly seen, uh, more prevalent in the winter. It's believed the cold dry air can make asthma more um, more likely, asthma attacks more likely. So if you're an asthmatic, the winter time can be very tough. So it's so important that if you are someone who suffers from asthma, that you're doing everything you can to bundle up, stay warm, 
staying indoors, try to avoid being outdoors in extremely cold temperatures because they can act, it can actually trigger an asthma attack. And, um, you know, it's, you know, asthma is one of those personal illnesses where people who have asthma tend to have different triggers, um, be it certain, you know, pollen or certain foods or certain animals. Um, but the cold weather is something that is universally believed to be a big trigger in most asthmatics. I'm sure most asthmatics will agree. So it's so important if you are an asthmatic or someone who suffers from asthma and it's getting colder, you want to make sure you're cognizant of that and you're getting your, you know, your appropriate gear in order so you're always, you know, dressed appropriately and you're not setting yourself up for a real bad asthma spell. So again, all my asthmatics or those who are prone to even asthma-like symptoms, be sure you are covering up during these cold months. All right, so, um, you know, asthma's big, so you want to make sure, again, like I said, protect yourself. See your doctor, too, if you're having shortness of breath or wheezing or feeling like you're having another asthma attack. ERs are an excellent place to go get treated for that. All right, and another thing that's kind of big, and we've talked about it briefly on a previous episode, and that's seasonal affective disorder. Seasonal affective disorder is uh, one of the, it's actually a um, condition more commonly known as the winter blues. Um, it's believed that, you know, during the seasonal, the winter time, especially um, during the, the holidays, you know, there's a increased feeling of sluggishness, feeling of increased moodiness, low energy. Um, it's believed that this happens a lot during the winter months due to the lack of the sun. It's believed that uh, the sun is very important as far as helping people, you know, feel happier. Um, of course, we know vitamin D is given us through the sun. Um, but it's believed that the sun is actually something that helps keep your internal clock ticking correctly and allows your body to kind of function properly. And without sunlight, you actually have a decreased level in certain chemicals in your brain, especially serotonin and melatonin, both of which are very important when it comes to your mood. So it's believed that without the sun, your mood can be negatively affected due to the lack of or decreased levels of serotonin and melatonin. This is actually the reason why it's believed that places that don't have a lot of sun, Seattle comes to mind, um, tend to have people with, or tend to have more people with depression. And Seattle, as many may not know, is actually one of the cities that has some of the highest levels of depression and suicide. And this is something that has been noted in Seattle year round because in general that area doesn't get as much sunlight as some of the other areas. And it's believed that someone who, you know, may be suffering from this seasonal affective disorder, you know, can a lot of times just improve with simply getting out in the sun. This is why people who are, let's say, living in Seattle or areas where there's really no sun for months at a time, let's say you're in northern Canada or somewhere where the sun is really kind of not present, especially in the winter, it cannot be a bad idea to consider taking a vacation, getting down to the south, to the islands, to Mexico, or somewhere where a lot more sun is more so for those who are in, you know, cities or areas where there's months and months of no winters. I have um, solicitors in Sweden, and they tell me that they can go months, like four to six months, and it's not even any sort of light outside. It's pure darkness, um, and that can be quite jarring. So I'm sure a lot of those folks are, are, are... are used to traveling outside of the area for a week or so just to kind of get some sunlight and kind of stimulate those neurotransmitters and, you know, kind of 
naturally raise some of those natural chemicals that are needed to help with mood like serotonin and melatonin. But for those who are not necessarily um, able to take a trip somewhere um, and but you are somewhere that sun does come out, even though it may be more um, brief, given the, the daylight savings times. Try to ensure that you're out there in the sun, even if it's for an hour or two a day or the sun comes out for a few hours, you're getting out there and meeting that sun, getting some of that sunshine and allowing some of the positive effects of the sunlight to affect you. So, um, you know, very important seasonal affective disorder. You know, it's not something you want to ignore or brush off. It's believed to be a huge cause of suicide and depression. So if you're feeling blue, you're feeling kind of low energy and you can't really explain why, it's probably could be due to lack of sunlight so get outside you know try to work out get outdoors absorb some of those sun rays and try to you know get that mood where it needs to be because you know it's very important that we're at our healthiest during these winter months because there's a lot going on and from the uh you know drama and the family to different um, environmental challenges and just you know especially financial challenges people i'm sure are spending more money getting stressed out as well so you know wintertime is something is a time that we want to be at our healthiest just because of the challenges we're facing and things like you know what we've mentioned on this show can be helpful and help you combat those so hopefully you guys are you know able to do some of these things you know me i know for me it's an everyday struggle to ensure that you know we're doing all we can or i'm doing all i can to stay healthy i want to make sure that you know if you guys have any suggestions or questions or concerns you don't feel you don't you know, hesitate to reach out to us and let us know what they might be. Um, and a lot of times patients will, or people will ask me random questions and, kinda, you know, ask for advice. And a lot of times these questions would help me create some of the shows uh, we do. But I always want to hear from my listeners who I don't have a chance to run into personally. So don't hesitate to email, be it social media, email and uh, other you know avenues, which we'll you know, mention soon. Um, or we'll, we actually mentioned earlier in the show, we'll mention them again at the end of the show. Um, so just again, check us out. I'm Dr. Barry. Thanks for listening to the Health of Wealth Connection podcast. It's always a pleasure doing this show. This will be the last show for this year. We're going to start a new show coming uh, first week in January with some really exciting topics regarding uh, ways we can, you know, face the new year with the new uh, mindset as well as, uh, you know, how to um, stay ahead of the game and keep our health and wellness where it needs to be. Again, you guys have a great Christmas. Have a happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, whatever you like to celebrate for the holidays, you enjoy that. Hopefully with your family. And all in all, stay safe, everybody. It's your host, Dr. Barry. I will see you next year. Peace. Hello, this is your host, Dr. Barry. I want to thank you for listening to the Health and Wealth Connection podcast. We really enjoyed all the feedback we've been getting so far and hope to be able to provide you with more exciting episodes in the ongoing future. Also, just want to announce that we are now on Anchor FM. We're also always on AfroVibesRadio.com, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, every Thursday. However, we're also on Anchor FM, which will actually mean we're going to be on every podcast platform, so you can always use your favorite podcast app and just search for Health and Wealth Connection Podcast, and we should be able to you should be able to pull up the show very easily. Now, if you'd like to reach me, um, I am Dr. Barry MD on Instagram at Dr. Barry MD. Also, you can check out um, our Facebook page, www.facebook.com backslash 
next level weight loss. Um, also, if you want to check out our blog, www.controlyourweight.com. And lastly, and very importantly, is our podcast page. Again, it's anchor.fm backslash HWC connection. Again, that's anchor.fm backslash HWC connection. And again, we go to our podcast page. You can actually join our listener support team and maybe make a small donation every month to the show. Um, or you can actually uh, listen to the show and uh, listen to some of the sponsors that may come across. So just enjoy the show. Um, it should be now very easy to get access and get the show on your phone or listening device. And of course, if you have any issues or concerns, always reach us by email. And that is at health at gmail.com. Again, email is health at gmail.com. Again, thanks for listening. Stay tuned for the show. Thank you for listening to the Health and Wellness Podcast. For more info, check us out on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash next level weight loss. Our show can also be found on SoundCloud at www.soundcloud.com forward slash HW Connection. Lastly, for any inquiries, email us at drberryhealth at gmail.com. Until next time.